RadioInfluence.com. You've seen Chef Brian Duffy on Spike TV's Bar Rescue, NBC's Today Show, and opening bars and restaurants all over the world. Now he's sharing his stories, his friends, and some tips of the trade he's learned along the way. Prepare yourself to get Duffified. This is Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy on Radio Influence. Hey, guess what? It is Friday afternoon. Yes, I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. I didn't get my show done early enough this week. But because of RadioInfluence.com, they are now doing the production of this show today at 2.04 in the afternoon because that's how amazing these guys are. So if you guys have a really cool podcast or an idea, go to the boys at RadioInfluence.com. I can guarantee you they're friends of mine. They're going to take care of you. It's that simple. They're going to take care of you. Episode number 35 of Duffified Live. That's where we are today. We are on 35 episodes. The last couple of weeks have just been completely awesome. Think about it. We had Amy Polinsky on, who I adore. I love watching her stuff. I love watching her grow. I love watching her do all the really cool stuff that she does. And it's just fun. You know, I mean, that was a great episode. I had so much fun talking to her. Um, kind of, kind of just, just like bullshit, man, back and forth. Like we're, you know, this is what we do. This is what we do. We have fun with people. Um, but, uh, let, let's, let's kind of move forward a little bit. We are, uh, coming up on Thanksgiving week. Um, and, uh, uh, Jason and I were, were just talking, um, prior to being on the show about Uber. And about uh, we, we, is there a study? I want to know if anybody out there has a study. And, and while I'm on the phone, while I'm doing this, I'm actually going to Google this. Um, Uber uh, decrease in DUI. I don't know. Let's see what happens. So I, I basically want to know, like, with the increase in ride share and the increase for everything that's been going on, um, I want to know what's the decrease. So according to this, the Washington Post has has actually posted a story that was July 10th, 2014. And guess what? This was like more or less kind of an infancy if you really think about it with this whole thing. So Emily Badger, probably find her on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. I think I have to give her that or else somebody's going to say that I plagiarized something. Um, Emily ba- Badger, yes, she is on Twitter. Follow her at Emily M. Badger, B-A-D-G-E-R. So basically what this says is um, that with a certain logic, quasi-taxi-like services such as Uber and Lyft provide a health benefit to cities. They give the bar-hopping demographic a better way to get home at night, and as a result, they may help cut down on DUIs. Again, this was three and a half years ago. So uh, where are we now? I mean, for me, I was just in Kansas City last week. I had I had I had some amazing meetings while I was out there. Um, I partnered up with a company called Restaurant Link, which is a company unlike anything that I've really ever seen before. Um, they're really for the restaurant, and and the the stuff that they do is pretty awesome. So you guys know that I have a consulting business, and uh, I want to share some of the stuff that I learned from these guys. So if you guys have a restaurant and you're looking to save some cost, you guys are looking to save a little bit of money, um, definitely reach out to me. You can go to my website, which is Duffified Experience Group. 
com, or you can send me a message on Facebook, or you can email me directly at chefbrianduffy at gmail.com. If you want to be fancy, go to my assistant at chefduffy.assistant at gmail.com. Um, but, uh, but, but being in Kansas city and, and I, I had to go to a meeting in the morning and I went out the night before with my good buddy, stretch ruminer, who, who you guys all know, he's been on the show before. Um, he is an artist, he's a sculptor, he is a chef, he's a culinarian, he's a, uh, a philanthropist. Um, and he's just all around a really good dude. And I got to hang out in his restaurant and watch the operation. I watched his staff work. I watched everybody around do all their stuff. Um, and then Stretch and I sat down and he took me on this this awesome tour of Kansas City. You know, he showed me the stockyards and he showed me his gallery and his studio. And his studio is just awesome. Such an amazing creative outlet for somebody. And, and, and I've been, I've been looking for some extra outlets myself to get some stuff done. But, but what I did was I took an Uber from the airport to my hotel. I stayed at the Phillips, which I was pretty shocked. I had a pretty shitty stay. I'm a Hilton guy, but guess what? When you wake up in the morning and you go to take a shower and there's no fucking shower curtain and the water doesn't work in your shower, you're generally pretty pissed. I would assume that that would be the perfect opportunity for you to shower. It's one of like, it's like when I get into a hotel, there's a couple things I want to do. I want to have a bed to sleep in, maybe a couch to sit on if I'm lucky, but I want to take a goddamn shower. Well, I didn't shower the night before because I showered before I left and, and all that. I went to woke up the next morning. Well, there's no fucking shower. There's no water. There's no water coming out of the out of the out of the out of the the the, the shower head. It was all coming out of the bottom. So I totally had to like European shower it while I'm in there with no shower curtain. Shocked that I didn't soak the floor and the room beneath me. But guess what? So I had no shower. So Phillips, hey, I'm pissed off. I talked to two managers. Nobody replied back to me. I wrote a nasty review because that's what we're supposed to do these days. Actually, I did not write a nasty review. I wrote a very nice review, but I did highlight the fact that I was in a hotel and I was unable to take a shower. So I had to shower in a European fashion, which is like, I don't know, like like with with a, with a, with a, with with like like a sprinkle of water coming out of the bottom. I literally had my hand underneath the faucet forcing the water up onto my body. So there you go everybody. That is something you're all turning the show off right now because you now have a visual of me showering in a strange manner. So I uh uh, so I check into the hotel after my Uber. I had a very, very nice Uber driver who showed up and chatted and we talked the whole way. He wasn't on his phone. His car didn't smell like smoke. It was a nice ride. He wasn't, you know, he didn't have a headphone in and on the call on the phone with somebody else. We had a great conversation talking about Kansas City and the history. And this guy himself was actually from Detroit and he moved to Kansas City with his family due to work and um. Uh, it was awesome. He was a super cool guy. The next, and then, then a little bit later on, I, I go out and I take an Uber over to my buddy's restaurant, which is Grinders, um, Kansas City, in this super cool neighborhood that he really kind of redeveloped and started the the movement for artists and restaurant and distilleries and breweries and burger houses and sushi places and ramen places. To come into the neighborhood all because of the fact that he had a set of balls to open up this great little complex called Grinders. So uh, – and you know what's cool? 
and I know I'm going all over the place here, but this is the way my brain works. One of the cool things about it is Stretch and I have traveled the world. We've been all over the place. And I had a vision of Stretch in that atmosphere. But when you get to somebody and you get to see them in their own atmosphere, it's a completely different world. It was really an awesome thing. I was really glad. So, Stretch, thanks for hanging out with me. Um, thanks for the tour. Thanks for taking me out to dinner. Thanks for all that good stuff, dude. It really was awesome, and it was a pleasure for me to watch what you've done and what you've grown in your world from coming from Philly, going to art school, and the empire that you now have. I just want you to know that I'm super proud of you. But <clears throat> so I, I get uh, – Stretch drops me off afterwards. Um, you know, we went out, we had a couple drinks, we ate a lot of Q, we had some fun, laughs, talked, bullshitted back and forth. My man drives a Tesla uh, with that massive screen in the front thing, which to me, I'd be like watching movies and shit. I would be in an accident all day long. Um, but uh, we, 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 he drops me off and I go back to my room and the next morning I wake up, I'm unable to fucking shower. So I'm already in a bad mood. And you ready for this? Andrew picks me up. Andrew picks me up in his Mercedes. He's my Uber driver and he's taking me to my meeting. Andrew and I start talking. Andrew's from England. Andrew was a truck driver in the United States and he's been here for about 40 years. He has two kids, both of whom who live in the States. Uh, I'm sorry. One of them lives in the States. The other one lives, uh, lives in England. He went back to England. Um, Andrew is an Uber driver, but Andrew takes uh, – he was also a truck driver for like 35 years or 40 years. Drove all over the country, has been back and forth everywhere. I always talk to my Uber drivers about what city they're from and what they do and where they go and what their favorite parts of the country. And this guy was from England. We had an awesome conversation. We talked for 35 minutes, man, about everything from family and raising daughters and travel and drinking and eating and experience experiencing things just all over the country. So it was really, really cool. But, and I wish I would have interviewed him further. I wish I would have, well, we were talking at that point, but I wish I would have interviewed him because there was a tremendous amount of information that I got from him. So Andrew actually takes three months vacation a year. One of the things that he does, you ready for this, is he goes down to Mexico City for 30 days. He rents an apartment in Mexico City for 300 US dollars for the entire month. Okay. And then what he does is he takes the bus to the beach and he's like, it's like a 15 minute ride. But he said, I go downstairs, I walk around, I get myself a cup of coffee, I go over and I have a little breakfast. And then I go and he's like, I don't even like the beach, but I go to the beach because I get to sit there in the sun. It's nice and people are in the water and it's just a great time for him to be down there. So, so there's your, your kind of tidbit for that is Andrew rents an apartment for 300 bucks for the month or you can get a hotel room for 300 beans for one night. This guy rents an apartment for a month for 300 bucks and takes the bus back and forth. I love it. That's the way I like to travel, man. I don't have to be right on the beach. I just need to be able to get to the beach because guess what? You get tired of being on the beach after a little while. We got skin cancer. You got bugs. You got water. You got all that stuff. I'm a big beach guy. I can do the Outer Banks every single year. But I think Andrew's got it covered. He's got it right. So what happens next? Now I go out to dinner. Uh, uh, and Andrew, I'm sorry. He and I talk for a while. I go into my meeting. Um, I give him my card. I said, hey, let's have a conversation. I, I go into my meeting. Awesome meeting all day long. I go out to dinner with everybody. Um, I ended up going out a little bit later. But, but halfway through my day, I end up getting an email from Andrew 
who gave me all the information about where he rents and 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 what he does when he goes down there and great little restaurants and different spots. So so Andrew Uber, my friend, rock star, awesome, awesome experience. You fully deserve the five stars and the tip and the whole nine yards. So it was nice meeting you, dude. I really appreciate that. But um, while I was in Kansas City, I got to go out with a guy named Craig Miller, and Craig is the marketing director and all this other stuff for this company called Restaurant Link. And we ended up going to this super cool bar that's called Manifesto. Now, I'm not a big uh, bourbon or whiskey drinker anymore, although I, I was. I love bourbon. I'm a huge fan of bourbon. I was in Pittsburgh a couple of weeks ago, and I was drinking some Pappy. You know, I was drinking some Pappy and throwing it back with the guys out there. My buddy opened up a place called Mr. Rogers. Um, but we'll get into Pittsburgh in a second. But – I went to this place called Manifesto, and I met a guy named Ryan. Um, I, I apologize; I'm, I'm not even going to give his last name on air. But uh, and he is a, 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 a rep for a company called Riger, which is one of the oldest distilleries that's in Kansas. It's a whiskey that they uh, distill out there in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, and it was just a great spot, a little speakeasy downstairs in the basement, a great restaurant upstairs. The food looked awesome. The kitchen was wide open. Um, the bartender who was behind the bar, uh, his name was Tex, uh, was not from Texas, we, we came to find out. Uh, but Craig and I sat there, and I had three perfectly, perfectly made Manhattan-style cocktails. Um wasn't a Manhattan. Uh, they, they utilized a couple different ingredients into it, but it was just a perfect cocktail. I had three of them um, and I really enjoyed it and uh, ended up going back to my hotel um, and just kind of chilling out and having fun. And, you know, it was just a, it was a perfect end to a perfect day. But I, when I got back to my room, I kept thinking about the fact that I didn't I didn't have like any concerns or worries. And one of those things is because of the fact that I got to use Uber. Look, this isn't a commercial for Uber. I don't get money from Uber or any of that. But if you don't use Uber, hey, I'm gonna, I'll post a link, man. Uh, it's Chef Brian Duffy. You want to put my name in. I get credit. You get credit. We all get credit. Share the wealth, man. Um, I, I did a beer festival a while back, and I started off the beer festival with, if anybody, gets a DUI at this day and age, in this day and age, you're nothing but a jackass. I'm sorry. It's just the way the game works. Uber's out there. And even if your Uber is a $5,000 Uber, you still didn't get a DUI, man. Not too shabby. Okay. So get it, use it, have fun with it. Lyft, same world. You know, um, I find the drivers are a little bit different with a Lyft, um, but I'm really, really super stoked about Uber and, and I just love it. I use it everywhere. Um, I, I get these codes every now and then I got a 599 Uber throughout my whole city, uh, including the suburbs. So my daughter went to a party the other night. I don't want her driving. She hopped in an Uber. You know, she took an Uber from my house to the party. She took the Uber from the party back to my house. And there's a lot of different ways about that. One, it, look, my daughter was, was probably drinking at the party. I, I, I did. I was 16 years old. I knew what I was drinking. I was drinking fucking Jim Beam like a jackass at 16 years old and probably throwing up all over people. Um, I do know, however, that she did win the uh, beer pong tournament. And for a girl who's four foot six or four foot eleven and winning a beer pong tournament, uh, she told me she had a natty bow or a natty light disgusting but guess what they're 16 year old kids man drink your natty light go for it um but uh but the cool part about it is i i was out for the night i mean i had gone out and i got home a little bit later uh before she actually had gotten home um 
but I knew where she was because on the Uber app, it, it told me that she was dropped off. And when she picked up, when she ordered the Uber, uh, it picked her up at the house. And so it is a sense of security for me, knowing that my daughter's out there, that she's super wise. She's a super great kid. Um, I hope that Fiona, when she hits 16 years old, kind of has the same mentality about it, which is one, she's not a big drinker. You know, um, M does, she, tr she's tried it. Uh, I think she's probably tried smoking weed. Um, but I'm not a hundred percent. Uh, we've had discussions about it because I'm pretty open about everything with my girls when it comes to living life, because if you lie to them, they're going to lie to you. So, um, there's a lot of stuff that my daughter talks to me about that I, that I, I don't really want to hear, but I have to listen because I'm, I'm her father and we're great friends and I trust her with what she does. And I think that that has made her into an awesome human being because of the fact that I'm not trying to shelter her from stuff. So, um, I, I think she's probably tried smoking weed. Um, I don't think she liked it. I, I think I kind of bypassed, kind of heard a conversation in passing about it. But uh, anyway, um, you know, when it comes to back to that Uber portion of it, like I knew where she was, I knew she was safe. I knew that she was about to be dropped off. I could, if I wanted to, I could, I could track the drive. Um, and the weird thing is they call me when they get up to the house and I let them know because my, it's my account. It's my account that she uses. She doesn't have her own personal account. She uses my account. And that's because one, I want her to be safe. I don't want her to have to worry about her money to pay for that. I will pay for the Ubers. I want her to get to and from wherever it is that she's going to go safely. So, so uh, for me, I, I really want to know what the statistics are. What has happened on a couple of levels? One, how much have DUIs decreased in the last eight years? Two, how much, how much have sales changed within the bars? And if you're a bar owner or an operator, what are you seeing? Are you seeing an increase? Because there was a period of time, you know, the 80s were a pretty shady period, man. There was a lot of shit. You know, I, I mean, I know I was driving home from a bar a couple of times and got pulled over and was told to go straight home. Um, I had a cop follow me once to make sure that I got home. I had – uh, I, I left a bar one night and I got pulled over and the cop said to me, you're going to, you are going to pull that car into that parking lot right there. And he said, I am on, on a double shift today. So I'm not off until seven o'clock tomorrow night. So if I come by here before seven o'clock tomorrow night and I see that that car's missing, I'm going to come to your house. Like, uh, and I pulled the car in and I got a phone, I made a phone call and, and I got picked up, um, those were lucky times. You know, I always say there are those who have gotten caught or who have a DUI and those who have yet to. But I think that Uber and rideshare and Lyft and all of that stuff have changed that dynamic. So that's how I feel about that. Um, I was going to talk about Thanksgiving and I was going to talk about my dislike for Thanksgiving. Um, but that really hasn't happened. So uh, I'm going to actually call our guest and see what's going on. Uh, let me see if she's ready here. Uh, R-E-A-D-Y, question mark. I'm texting my friend, another friend from Tampa, who we're going to talk to today. But for me, uh, I'm not a big fan of Thanksgiving. I, I, look, I love the family aspect of it. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. I love everybody getting together. This year is going to be a little bit tough. Um, we're not going to be together as a family. And, you know, my my mother's going to our cousin's house and I'm going to go up to my girlfriend's house and and my daughters are coming with me. My oldest daughter's coming with me and my and my youngest daughter's going to be with with my ex-wife for Thanksgiving. And 
so it's going to be a weird year, I think, because my father passed away. So we're really going to try to figure it out. But for me, I'm not a fan of gluttonous holidays. I really don't like them. I love to cook. I love to share my skills and my craft with people. Um, I love to carve the turkey because it's fun for me because it's a it's a skill that I learned how to do. Um, but I'm not a huge fan of Thanksgiving. It's a gluttonous holiday. People feel like shit. They overindulge. They overeat. They get drunk. The fighting that happens and all that stuff. I mean, like, like who the fuck wants to put themselves through that? I mean, let's not let's let's talk about the fact that we are. We are thankful. Now, I do, I do like the concept of Thanksgiving. I like the idea that we are thankful for what it is that we have. Okay. I'm thankful for my family. I am thankful for my daughters and uh, I'm thankful for my ex-wife, you know, for, 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 for bearing uh, these children for me and, and, con- and for us to conceive them. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my sister who lives with me, who is a wonderful help in my life. I'm thankful for my brothers. I am thankful for my close group of friends. Uh, and you guys know who you are, you know, I mean, Jeff and Chad and Nick and Kayla and, uh, you know, all these guys that are out there and, and Matt and, and all my buddies, you know, and Jen and Danielle and Shelton and Greg, like you're my friends, man, Jerry and Jason, you know, Monica, who's going to be on in a little bit and Kathy and, and all these people that I have get to meet Michael tips and, and all my buddies. And, and if I'm forgetting, I'm not forgetting. I just only have a certain amount of time that I can do this because Monica's about to come on, but that's what I'm thankful for. But for fuck's sake, I don't want to eat an overcooked turkey. I don't want to eat stuffing that's loaded with salmonella. I don't want to eat overcooked green beans with fucking mushroom soup on top of them and a canned goddamn onion. Okay? I do want to eat some Brussels sprouts. I will fuck up some Brussels sprouts. But I'm not a fan of gluttonous holidays. I I don't want to be a part of them. Um, You know, even Christmas. Like Christmas to me is great. We sit around. We eat. Everybody stresses about the food. You run around like – Let's, let's do it easy this year. Let's do it easy this year. Take your time, get your mise en place all done, get your mashed potatoes ready to go, get them ready to bake, get your green beans blanched off so you can just cook them at that moment. Get that turkey perfectly cooked. You don't have to stuff it. Take some oranges and lemons and limes and fresh herbs of rosemary and marjoram and thyme and parsley and chives and, and throw them on the inside of that bird. I know that the stuffing is perfect and delicious and all the other good stuff, but most people overcook their turkeys because we have to get that internal temp above 165, and that's in the center of the bird. So, you know, unless you're going to pull that bad boy out, and I know that stuff, that is some tasty fucking stuffing, man. When you put that in that bird like that and all that juice drips down into it, and it's just like it comes out perfect, but then you feel like shit because guess what? You got a little bit of food poisoning. It's the way it happens. But guess what? What I want you guys to do is just take your time this year. Take your time, have some fun, sit down with your families and talk and, and chat and do all the other stuff. But I'm not getting spiritual because that's not what this is about. Um, we're still waiting for Monica, but I, I do want to, uh, since we're on the, uh, since we're on kind of the whole world of, of Uber, I was in Pittsburgh and, uh, and Chad was with me. Chad Rosenthal was out there with me. We went up for the food festival, uh, the restaurant expo that was up there and we had gone out, we were boozing a couple different bars and eating our faces off at taco and, you know, uh, butcher in the rye and all that good stuff. And then ended up drinking Pappy over at, uh, Mr. Rogers around the corner. Um, we got an Uber on the way home and it was ready for this. Okay. Everybody stop just for a second. 
think about this. This is like jets and shit that goes on here. Okay. You can think about food and you can just, it'll just show up at your door. But I had an Uberless, a driverless Uber, man. Like there was a dude sitting in the driver's seat, but he wasn't touching the wheel or the brakes or any of that stuff. Like the car was driving itself. And it was showing you the direction. And there was like a couple little hiccups because obviously they're still trying to work the whole system out, the whole algorithm for how a car is going to fucking drive itself. And the weird thing was we got to an intersection and it was like, you know, it was a four-way intersection. And we both had green lights, my side, and then we were going to make a left-hand turn. And so the Uber, the driver with no hands, I mean no hands on the wheel, man, nothing on the brakes or any of that stuff. We pull up into the intersection and we're sitting there and then the Uber goes and then the Uber stops because the car ahead of it moved and inched forward a little bit. So then we sat there for a second and waited. And then the next thing after that comes in the Uber, the car across from us moved again. So the car, our Uber lurched forward and then stopped. Finally, the driver had to grab the wheel and spin it and cut in front of the guy, not cut in front of him. It was a very safe maneuver, but man, think about that. They're saying, you ready for this? That this should be ready by 2029. So 12 years from now, 11 and three quarter years from now, we're going to be fully driving in in driverless cars. So um, I, I think it's wild. I think it's awesome. I think the technology is great and all that good stuff. But uh, but that's what we got. So. All right, everybody. Uh, that's kind of my rant, my half hour first uh, into the show. I wish everybody a super happy Thanksgiving, despite my dis, uh, distaste uh, for gluttonous holidays. I'm not saying I'm like not American or any of that, but we're actually celebrating the fact that our settlers came over here and killed off the Native Americans to take over their entire country and their world. And then we get to celebrate it by eating turkey, getting drunk, and filling ourselves till we fall asleep due to tryptophan upstairs on the couch while watching football. Which at this point right now they're saying is one of the most un-American things to do in the United States. So everybody do me a favor. Have an awesome week. But before we go, we get to talk to my good friend, Miss Monica Madison, who is a radio personality down there in Tampa, Florida. She's a good friend of mine. I've known her for a couple of years. Um, I adore her. If you're on Twitter, uh, you can follow her at uh, at Bill's Fan Monica. Uh, which Monica, I got some great love for you. I got some stories for you this week. Uh, and then, uh, also she's on Instagram at radio runner girl. Uh, check her out. She's a great personality and a boatload of fun. Anybody, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, check out my good friend and soon to be yours. This Monica Madison. Yeah, we're, you're good. This you're is... on. Everybody can hear you. All right. You Hello people. Who's... Do you have to do makeup or anything? Are we good? Do I need to call Me. like, let's get your agent. <laughs> This is why I heart radio because there is no need for any of that nonsense. I will right. be honest with you though. I'm trained to like not swear. So I know this is a podcast. Fucking swear. And I kind of, I know. Fucking swear. I kind of want to. Swear. And it feels so it. wrong. Say fuck. Say it. it feels God weird. Damn shit piss. Yeah. <laughs> I can maybe say shit without feeling weird, but that still feels really weird. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> well, are you, but you're on your I'm phone. I'm so trained. Not, you don't have a microphone in front of you. True, 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 true. I have to not think of on the air. I have to think that we're just talking. So, okay, yeah, okay. Fuck it. Just kidding. Oh, sorry. Stump. Is this going to be uncomfortable? Because now you're like, well, I have to forget. We're just talking. No, no. It, it might be uncomfortable in the first minute. And now we're past it. And now let's, well, let's have some fun. I'm super uncomfortable right now. Just so Are you? Know. Did I make it weird? Totally weird. <laughs> it's like, it's like it's we hooked up and we each other the first time. 
We don't know what to say. We're all awkward. <laughs> uh, this is my friend uh, Monica, guys. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, how do you guys? How are you? Uh, we uh. Uh, see, <laughs> what happened was <laughs> we were at no, we no, Aspar's Grotto. Yes, good <laughs> times. I love it. I mean, do you remember? Do you remember the chef? Uh, do I? Maybe. Aspar's Grotto. I'm. Uh, oh yeah, the guy who brought out fried pickles, but then brought out another set of fried pickles. I was embarrassed at the first round. I know the first ones were. I mean, here's my question though, and this is why it's fun to roll with CBD because I would have just eaten them. Like, they would they have been great? No, but I just taken it. But you're like, mm 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 mm. And then, would he have brought new ones out if you weren't there? That's the question. Right, I agree with that. I, I always wonder that myself because I do. I call people out. Not, I don't call them out, but. Uh, and here's kind of my analogy for this all the time, which you still haven't answered my question, but we'll get back to it. Um, and he, here's here's my here's kind of my my analogy all the time. If I am a look, if I'm if I'm a trash man and I go to pick up your trash and I only take half of it, then right? I can do it yeah. very well. If I'm a if I am a cab driver and you tell me you want to go to 54th and 5th and I drop you off at 54th and 6th. I'm not really a great cab driver. Yeah, you're calling him out. You're 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 uh, holding him to a high standard, in which you should, because you're paying for you're pay, you're paying for food that you know. And, and the good news is, it doesn't matter if you're CBD or not. We all have mouths and social media, and we're all going to repeat. If I were to go on and say, you know, these fried pickles were the worst, or what, and it's not the end of the world. But if I would have said something, then it looks it looks bad on him. So, right. yeah, but, but that was still a fun night. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Well, anyway, the chef's <laughs> name at Gaspar's Grotto, and the food was good. Just so everybody knows, Delicious. his his name was Captain Hook. Oh, that's right. Okay, so you just you know, <laughs> listen, I just need a little nudging, and I'm Cap bad with names as it is. I know that's why you call me CBD. You have no idea that my name's actually Brian. <laughs> <laughs> that's my name. I'll, just... I'll never remember that. That's too much. It's too complicated. I got so, to do CBD. So Hey, why don't you do me a favor real quick? I've already given you an intro and I've already kind of talked about who you are, but why don't you tell us who you are? <clears throat> I'm Monica. Come on. Just kidding. I'm a, I, I am Monica and I work at 1025 The Bone in Tampa, Florida. And where it, right, right now I'm sitting outside. It's 76 degrees, I think, and sunny. Sorry about your luck, guys. And it, I work on a midday show, Roger and JP. They're out of Long Island. And I also do traffic and pretty much anything else they ask me to do around here. And uh, I'm a lucky girl. I love my radio job. I'm How? running. I'm training for a half marathon. Are you that's, really? That's my side stuff. Yeah. I mean, a, a full marathon. Why did I say half? Training for a full marathon. Which you have to run farther than other people because your legs, because you're short. Farther than the half. Well, yeah. Farther than the half people. I, this morning I ran 10 miles and that's just like a, a, a short run for training like this. On Monday, I'll be running 17. This is all in training. Have you done 17 yet? The most I've ever run in my life is 16. So this will be interesting on Monday. Really? And how long yeah. does it take you to run 10 miles? The colder, the better. And this morning, it was nice and chilly. Um, so it took me about an hour and a half, which is, which is faster than normal because it was cold out. And do you, so, like, do you have a route planned or are you just running? Oh no, it's a thing, man. You got to plan out those miles. Yeah. So I, while I was waiting for this, I was planning my route for uh, Monday and yeah, I, I just basically run all around, uh, Citrus Park and West Chase and that whole area in Tampa and just, and just 
run around. There's, you know, paths and then like regular sidewalks and just make it work. Because my my run my my planning of running would be like okay so we're gonna go to uh, Gaspar's Grotto, and then <laughs> we're gonna go to the Bad Monkey, and then after that we're gonna go to Dad's for some dessert and a great burger. And then we're going, That's a great route like, you have planned. The fat marathon, awesome. <laughs> That's a great route. I love that route. I might have to do that route after my marathon, but but it's. That's I like that stuff too. You know me. I I absolutely dig that stuff too. What do you drink? I forget. What do you drink? Uh, vodka's my thing. Um, usually it's uh, Tito's water splash of crayon, okay. typically. And if you know you have to have a system. Like if I drank that all one night, then the next day when I drink again, um, it's got to be like Bacardi or tequila or something where I'm you know you got to switch it up. Really? Kind of have a plan. I don't, that's not, yeah, my plan. you can't drink the same thing. That's not my plan. My plan is to drink this well, so same now, thing. No, but then you're just hungover slash woozy from the day before. So you need something different. I'm not, I'm not rarely do I get hungover. And, and, and the reason why is because I drink the same thing all the time. Really? I, I've been goose, doing it wrong. I drink goose and soda, three olives and a lime single tall. Now here's my method behind wow. my method. One, I've tried all the vodkas. I've tried Kettle. I've tried Hanger. <laughs> I've tried Tito's. Okay. I've tried them all. And they give me a hangover. They full-blown give me a hangover. Goose, however, does not give me a hangover. The other part of it is the lime and the and the saltiness, the brine of the olive make for a tastier drink. Here's the other part to it. I drink a single tall, so I'm having more soda in there than I am vodka. Oh. Hydrating at the same time. And then here's my super secret that every now and then, if I'm drinking too much or I feel like I'm getting too drunk, I just add olive, soda, and lime. Ew. And nobody knows. So I see. No, I've done that. I've done that. I've done that when I'm with a group of people that like, if I stop drinking, they're like, "Ah," you know, I have a water or something. They'll be like, why don't you drink? And so I, (laughs) I talk to the server beforehand and be like, when I ask for a water, because you know, in a bar, they bring it in a whole different glass. So it's just blatantly obvious you're having water. So I say, I set it up ahead of time. I'm like, when I ask for a water and I will ask for a water, um, then just keep it in my same drink glass. Just don't, you know, keep it in one of those glasses. So it look, cause it looks, I mean, with, with the drink I drink, it looks the same. Right. So, so typically works. Did you ever hear my tea? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. Yes. And no, no, I was just gonna say, and I'm half the size of everybody. So I, you guys might be able to drink, you know, four drinks, but four I'll drinks for me is I'm four, eight and a half. Don't forget yeah, that half. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> and you wear six inch heels. I love, yeah, heels are my friend. I'm wearing wedges right now. Yeah, that's the short <laughs> girl's thing. I can't help it. So that brings, you to five, it. that brings you three inches up or four? That brings me to a solid 4'10 if I'm lucky. Right. You know, my daughter's 4'11". <laughs> oh, my God, your daughter's taller than I am. Yeah, she's 16. Like, she's, way taller. She's 4'11 and weighs 96 pounds. Wow. Yeah. What are you going to do? How old is she? 16. Oh, 16. Well, yeah. the boys are sniffing around now, aren't they? Yeah, but you know what? She doesn't fuck around. She will call oh. you out in a matter of. Oh, seconds. I love her. She was on. Oh, Snapchat. I love her. That's great. She was on Snapchat, and some kid. Because the big thing on, I don't. You you love Snap. You're a big snapper. I snap like it's my part time job. 
Yeah, I know you do. I, it's so funny how we all have our social kind of outlets with stuff, and yours is definitely Snapchat. But I've been seeing Twitter, a lot Twitter of, and Snap, yeah. Well, and that's how we met is Twitter. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. Which I love. That was so cool. I, that was fun. That was a great time. We'll, we'll get into that. That better. reflects. Okay. That, that reflects what? Highly on you because you, you. I'm sure you get a million tweets, and and it's cool of you to to individually answer that each one. So. That's cool. I try to talk. I tr- really do try to talk to everybody. I mean, um, um, between my 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 four platforms of Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Snapchat, I'm at like a hundred thousand people. So damn. Now, how many of those are all the same? We don't know because how many of those are Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, all being the same person? But the numbers uh, themselves are pretty much all up there. But um, yeah, I might. You know what? I'm gonna have to throw it a fuck because we can. Damn. What? I'm saying I can instead of saying damn, I can say oh. Exactly. So so my daughter, uh, the big thing on Snapchat for the kids now for the kids. How fucking older before the kids? The children. Yeah, that. Yeah, you're calling yourself out on that one. The youths. Um, (laughs) No. uh, (laughs) Going the wrong way. They do all the stupid shit on Snapchat and they take videos of it and then it goes away. So. But the funny part is that my daughter and I, we talk about everything. I was just, I just talked about this before you got on how we discuss everything. I'm, I, I, we may not discuss absolutely everything, but I know a tremendous amount about her life because she shares it with me. That's awesome. So she'll be sitting That's awesome. like with Snapchat and I'll be watching the videos and there's like the kid who served me sushi at the sushi restaurant doing a big fat bowl <laughs> on a bong. And and then she'll take a picture of me like looking at it and I'll make like a funny face or like I'll do a video like shaking my finger (laughs) or something. Look, can't fucking believe you showed your dad. So uh, uh, she was was seeing this kid and he and he he sent there was like a picture of a video of him doing blow. And what? Yes, exactly. 17 years old. The kid was doing a line. Oh, and my God. she sent him, he sent the snap directly to her and she replied back and said, I hope you think you're cool. Cause I don't, I wish you the best of luck. Ah, uh, good it, it for was, her. Fully done. She's like, I don't have any time for it. And I'm like, way to go lady. Oh, that's yeah. gotta make you feel good. That's fantastic. You know, what's funny about that is I'm, I'm going to sound old here, but like kids these days, I'm always so like nervous and concerned about like that sort of thing and about the, you know, me, me, me. And, and I'm, I'm just always so concerned. And the other day um, I went and volunteered at this, we were, we put meals together for people in uh, Puerto Rico. And so we were, you know, it was a big like assembly line situation. I would happen to be standing next to a, a teenage girl. She's in high school. I think she said she was 16. Um, and it's just talking to her for, you know, however long I was there. I was like, Oh my gosh, there's like at least one person here and, and, you know, that's young, that's in high school right now, that has a heart and isn't thinking about themselves and who wants to give and who's got a head on her shoulders. And now you're telling me your daughter, you know what? There might be hope after all. Well, but but it also has to do with the parents. Yeah, absolutely. That, that ref- again, reflects nicely on you. How do you feel about that, CBD? You're like all around nice guy. Well, I mean, I, look, you know, and as I, I, I just said this earlier, that if I lie to my daughter, then she's going to lie to me. So I tried to be, look, if she said, if she sat down right now and was like, dad, do you smoke weed? Then I would say, yeah, I I mean, I, I, I've, I've smoked weed. I, you know, every now and then on occasion, would she ask you that though? She totally would. But, um, I, I, she would, 
she would because I my conversation with her is very straightforward where I say, look, if you're going to one, always be aware of your surrounding. That's that's my conversation all the time with her. Always Fantastic. be aware. Don't take drinks from people that you don't know. Um, no. You know, and, and I've told her, like, keep a little bottle of uh, of cranberry juice in your bag so that you can do your own mixer. You can pour directly from the bottle if that's the case if you're at a party. So, if I tell my daughter, okay, don't well, drink. Go ahead. Well, I'm sorry, but I, I'm just confused here for a second. Like, and I'm I'm not here to judge. And I don't have kids, so everybody always yells at me. Uh, the guys on the show always say, you don't understand, you don't have kids. So I like to ask questions. I'm not ever judging anyone. I always just want to ask questions because I don't understand because I don't have kids. But you you said she was 16 and you're talking about drinking. Is that is something that you're okay with in your presence or with her friends or how does that work? I do not look. She's going to do it. She's you're 16. right about that. What, you're 100 percent right. What did you do? What did you do when you were 16? <laughs> you were drinking. Who wasn't drinking? Yeah, exactly. even I was drinking. I was like straight A student and good girl and everything. But we, you're going to drink. I mean, that's just the way it was. So is she. She's a good kid. She's got a great head on her shoulders. She's got a very, very yeah. bright future. But if I tell her don't drink, uh, if you drink, you're yep. going to get grounded. Then then she's going to do it behind my back. I'm not telling her to do yeah, it in front right. of me. But what I'm saying to her is if you're going to do it because it's a rite of passage, it's a rite of growing up. It's one of those things that is there for you. If you're going to do it, be responsible. Be with people that no. you know. And you're right. Don't ever. And ever, you can trust ever, her ever. because – she knows how to draw the line. She's, she's the line drawer. She saw that video of that idiot. And, uh, no, I don't even know the guy. I shouldn't say that, but she <laughs> saw, she saw that I came down hard on him. I don't even know the guy, but she saw that video and she not only knows that it's, that she doesn't want any part of it, but she's not afraid to say back and look uncool, you know, to whomever, you know, I hope you look cool or whatever. And so I would, if I were you, I would feel like I could trust her in because of that ju judgment right there. You know what I mean? Because of her attitude towards that. Well, in my world is simple that responsibility begets reward. It's just that simple. And there aren't a lot of my daughter has boundaries. There are certain things, you know, it, I, I don't she doesn't have a curfew because she knows when she needs to be. Really? Home. Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah. Because, you know, if she's out and she's having fun, I mean, and she'll call me and say, hey, dad, we're leaving the party. We got because she takes Uber pretty much everywhere she goes. And she said, hey, dad, we're leaving the party. We're going to go to the diner. Are you cool? And I'm like, yeah, go have fun. Be safe. Boom. That's it. See? Yeah. That's you the know? right thing to do versus the kid who just stays out all night and you don't know where they are and you're freaking out and it's one in the morning and where's my kid? You know what I mean? Two totally different scenarios. Good for you. You, you done did good. I hope so. I mean, she's, she's like I said, she's a great kid and she doesn't play games and, you know, she goes out. I mean, look, I, I, she was at a party last Friday night and she won beer pong. There you go. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Every dad's proud when their daughter <laughs> wins a beer pong tournament. Well, a, a rugby dad's proud. Of course he is. Of course he is. But I also <laughs> knew where she was. And guess what? She won beer pong and she was home at 11 o'clock at night. It's See, not that's like. It. it was a fun night. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like us. You, you know, we're out until three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's a good time too, though. But we're adults. <laughs> we're. We're responsible exactly. adults. -ish. No, I agree. I agree. So, so what, what, what got you, what got you this, the bug for running a marathon? I've, I've always wondered that, like what um, makes you want to run 26.2 miles? I, you know, what's funny is I always swore up and down forever until probably two or three years ago. I swore up and then I run anyway, I run half marathon. First race I ever won was a 15 K I've done five K's all over the joint. I've done half marathon. Like I said, done all of that. 
but I always swore I'd never a marathon. It's stupid. Why would I ever want to run that long? And I swore up and down and everybody told me, Oh, you're going to want to. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Um, but I don't know. I just started cause I've been running since 2006 is when I started running. And, um, your legs I, are I just, amazing. <laughs> they're amazing. <laughs> they're uh, they're, they're absolutely beautiful. You have great legs. Well, thank you. They're compact runners legs. So they work for me. I, you know, when you're a short girl, you got to got to do what you got to do. But, um, no, so, so I, I, I finally, a couple of years ago, two, three years ago, I just got this weird feeling like I call myself a runner and I am a runner and I run, but do I really, can I call myself a runner if I don't run at least one marathon? I'm not going to do 70 of them. Like some of these people do like so many, but I want to do one. Cause I feel like with the half marathon, I quit halfway. You know what I mean? I just wow. quit. So I know. So I'm like, I'm just going to do one marathon and good news is I'm doing it for the ASPCA. I'm running and raising money for uh, the ASPCA because I'm a big animal lover. And um, uh, so I wanted to do it, not just for myself, but, you know, kind of attach a cause to it. So sure. I'm, uh, I'm all about, you know, just running for the, for the pets. Well then, so, so what is your, so when was the last time that you, when did, when did you do your last half marathon? Uh, that was in, I want to say when, when did I do that? Oh no. You know what? It was in 2010. It was in 2010. So the last, the last time, time I did, you ran but, was 2010. No, that was the last time I ran a, an official race of a half marathon. I ran, um, a half, I went 13 miles two weeks ago, but just on my training route. Like, you know what I mean? Like just as part of my training for my marathon, but my actual race, like where there was signs and finish line and a medal and everything was, uh, in 2010. So what, what do you, do, do you listen to music or what is your kind of, cause mm -hmm. it's, it, it's a form of meditation. It is. See people, that's what I'm saying. So in that, like, so this morning in those 10 miles, I, I, what I'll do is I'll tell, I'll shut my brain on the day before and I'll say, okay, don't think of anything. Don't think of a thing. Any, you know, life has problems. They got this and that to worry about. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, just don't think of anything at all and save it for the run. And I'm telling you in that hour and a half in those 10 miles, I've, I've solved so many problems in my life on long runs. Like it's such a mind clearer. And by the way, I do it. I start now that it's, um, you know, the time change and everything I'll start. Like I started this morning just before six. Um, and I got to watch the sunrise. So tell me with palm trees and sunrise and, and you know, on the horizon and, you know, right. think it's just, it's, it's awesome. It's, I love it. And, like and do you listen to music while you do that? Or is it strictly, are you running? Oh, I couldn't do silent. I would go insane if it were silent. Oh my God. I need constant. I always need noise. If I'm, when I fall asleep, I need the, I need music. Like I can't be quiet. So right. shocker. So, so, um, but don't you so have yeah, like I that, absolutely. But with, with like, with like head and do you have earbuds in or are you like an over the ear, like big beats kind of person? I know, no, not beats. I have a, um, I have a, uh, a set. They're called, they're Sony makes them and I have to hunt them down. Um, online because they're not always on. so if I find them I'll buy a couple pair at a time but they're like they're over the ear but they um, go in the back like they don't go Flipping. over my head they kind of right uh, I don't know how to explain it but like yeah they're kind of connected and if if I had my hair down they would go underneath the hair do you know what I mean I understand yeah so, so it's like, like around the neck but it goes in but it, it goes over the top of your ear and and, and yeah. sets in and I they're gotcha. not buds yeah well they're not buds they're like they, they sit flat against my ear. They're perfect. They're my favorite run. I don't use okay. anything else. I've tried buds and they don't work. Cause even like when I'm on the treadmill and my girl is figure, you can see I'm on a treadmill a lot. 
which is untrue. But I find that <laughs> I, I, I hear like the I hear like I can I it, like my my steps are amplified in my brain. Some people say that. Yeah, I've heard that, too. I've heard that. And I I avoid the treadmill like the play because it's just so. Ugh. But, um, you know, when starting to train for this marathon, we had to start in like June or July or something, whatever it was. And so, I mean, I can't run. It's so freaking hot here. Yeah. So I had oh. to, um, yeah, I, yeah, it really is. It honestly is people are like, Oh, Florida. Yeah. Not in June or July, but <laughs> I had, you know, I had, it just not, or you know, pretty much any, as well. <laughs> and it really shouldn't be this hot in November. I'm just saying <laughs> it really shouldn't be 76, <laughs> but I'm not going to complain about that. Cause I know up there, isn't it? Like yeah. somewhere I saw someone had snow. Uh, I know Denver got hit pretty hard. Um, what? And then, yeah, no. Denver got Denver got some snow a couple weeks ago. And then, uh, hold on, let me see. Right now, the temperature outside, it's kind of cloudy, a little bit gray. It's 49 degrees. It's 50 degrees. <gasps> oh, so when I said 76 and sunny, you weren't. Yeah, sorry about that. No, I, don't, I don't mind. It's, it's a part of life. Well, it's November. It's supposed to be. It's like you guys are actually right in this scenario, and I'm right. wrong because it's supposed to be. Yeah, right. it's not supposed I'm, to be. I'm full blown 100%. I think that November should be cold and I think that December should be colder and I think January yes. should be colder than December and I think that February should be super cold and then it should start to warm up at like late end of March. I I perfect. I vote you weather king. Just make that happen. <laughs> perfect. Get on that. I'm on top <laughs> of it. So so what so are are you running with a group of people? Are you doing this solo? Like now, like when you train um, training it's just me and that's that's i ref, i can't like uh people want to talk and blah 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 blah, blah and, and this is my time to figure out you know stuff and to right. just be solo and i'm rarely solo so this it means this you know the time means a lot to me when i yeah. am so i absolutely run solo and then it's a virtual like coach and group of people and stuff so i kind of check in with them but on the actual runs it's just me and i, I want it that way is this like Selfish. an app that you're doing or is this like a runner's group? Um, it's, it's, since I'm running it for the ASPCA, it's like a group of us that signed up for it. Um, and the ASPCA like provides like this virtual coach who's, who's a person. It's just, you know, I talked to him online only I'd never met the guy and the people that are running it as well for the ASPCA have, you know, they, they're all over the joint. They're coming into Orlando from all over the country. Um, cause it's in uh, Disney world. And, uh, and so like, I have heard their voices and I know their names, but I've never actually met them. So it's kind of a weird situation, but in a good way, I like it. I don't want, this is going to sound awful, but I don't like the whole, running is a very solo sport to me. Like I appreciate the support and I'm glad that they're there, but to me, it's very solo. It's my own thoughts, my own head, very, um, very solo. So I, I don't mind the little bit of interaction, but let's just keep it at an arm's length, please. Were you an athlete in high school? You know, I wasn't. I, I mean, I cheered and whatever, which, you know, we can argue whether that's a sport or not or whatever. Oh, but, well. um, but but I didn't I do the, che- the cheering I did. It was not like that. We just stood on the side and looked cute with our pom-poms. You know what I mean? We weren't like competing. You were like and, stacking <laughs> and jumping up in the air. And, yeah. None of that. that. And I, that to me. <laughs> bring, bring, oh, it um, bring it on. I love yeah. that goddamn movie. How you do? Oh my God, I totally do. How did you ever see that movie? Oh, your daughter. Are you kidding me? No, yeah. screw that. Not my daughters. It has nothing to do with that. I don't know. No, it has nothing to do with daughters. It has to do with me liking movies that make you <laughs> smile. And I think that movie makes you smile. It's a, I like it. 
It's a good movie. I love that movie. That beginning part where she does the whole thing and she finds herself naked in the gym. That's great. That's my favorite. Yes. I, I, I love a chick flick as well, though. Really? Now, what's your favorite? Don't tell me to bring it on. What is your favorite chick flick? Oh, man. I don't know. Like, I... I I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I mean, but, but I'll, do you do like Steel Magnolias type of chick flick, or are you talking more movie. like a? It's a good movie. I'm not gonna lie. It was a great movie. I mean, come on, Julia Roberts. It it's a great movie. It's a great movie. I just it's not a lot of guys want to sit down and watch it. Or are you more like a rom com thing where you'll like watch anything with like Sandra Bullock or something like that? No, I'm not a huge Sandra Bullock fan. But here's the other deal: is I don't watch nearly as much TV. I watch. I mean, mom, seriously, probably a sixteenth of the TV that I used to watch because I got rid of everything. Well, you're, you are well because you're never home. You are tra- one traveling mofo. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, you are just. I see you. Which, by the way, thank you. And I know people who are listening to this are thinking the same thing, so I'm just going to voice it for them. I love it when you do your Facebook Live thingies. I love it when oh, you're doing any kind of that sort of thing. It, it's. I mean, I know I have a million questions and I see through the feed that, you know, everybody else is asking questions. So it's really cool to see all that stuff. But I know you're busy and you can't do it all the time. But well, and I got actually when I was away last week, I was in Dallas and I had met with some friends that I was down there. And uh, and one of them said, you never do your videos anymore. Like you never get to do them. And I thought, you know, you're right. And it's such a it's such a great outlet for me because I have so much fun with it. And I really enjoy talking yeah. to people and doing that stuff. So so I did. I did three in the last two days. I did a uh, an Instagram mm-hmm. video this morning for a half hour and I did two half hour Facebooks last night while I was cooking because I have a big festival and a big event coming up this weekend. Yeah, so. I saw that. I saw that. What? Speaking of which, and thank you for answering my question because I think I asked. Uh, I asked you, is it spicy? And I was one. I was wondering about G Love, and that's a whole other thing. I am like fangirling about you being you really? anywhere. In- you know what? Oh my I, god, we drove. To- I was as well. Oh my god, because he's amazing. We drove to Coco to see him one time, and um, I, I don't know. We had like VIP pass or whatever, so we're kind of like behind the stage. Oh no, I know. My girlfriend was is like the, what are the manager, equipment managers, whatever they call it for one of the bands that was there. So he like hooked us up anyway. Um, they were all so nice. And I'm telling you, I've seen him probably two or three times, which isn't a lot, but the times I have seen him, it's just phenomenal. And I could listen to him all day. That's he's amazing. Um, but that's not what, what was I even going to say? I mean, oh, oh, your spicy. spices, your spice, your duffified. Is it spicy? No. What, 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 give me a, what can I expect? Not, not spice at all. It's a com, it's a whole bunch of, of aromatic herbs and spices. There's like, well, let me, rosemary and lavender and paprika and a little bit of Cajun seasoning and salt and pepper and, uh, uh, thyme, oregano, basil. Uh, Like, what do I put that nonsense on? Well, I mean, what do you eat? Do you like chicken? Yes, 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 yes. Put it on chicken. Are you going to grill stuff? Put it on the grill. You like fish? Put it in a little bit of white wine in the bottom of a pan and steam a piece of fish. Um, Like uh, right now upstairs, 
on my stove, I have a duffified compound butter that I'm making, which is a butter that I steep the herbs into. Um, and then I'm going to do, uh, I have my sauce that's up there that I'm doing a, a tomato bacon and rosemary jam that I added into that. Um, and it's not a prominent flavor in there, but it's like a little undertone in there. So it's, it's nice. just, it's, nice. it enhances stuff. It's, you know, it's not like seasoned salt, but it's great on steaks and grilling, um, it's just a fun little spice. I, I have to send you some. I can't believe that you've never had it. That's I didn't know if it was spicy or not. And it doesn't have to be spicy. I just was, I had no idea. So all of that sounds good, especially since it's so universal. I, I like a universal spice, but I can oh, use yeah. pretty much on anything. So Totally. And if I ever That's get pink hats again, I have to send you a hat as well. Ah, uh, do cats, it. Oh, that would be great. Oh, I love it. In, I'm not in, sure. In, in, in. Yeah, I don't know if she has a hat or not, but... Um, so anyway, so, so what do you, so what's your kind of plan for this point? So you're, you're doing your radio stuff and then I really yeah. want to talk about your, uh, adoration, shall we say for the Buffalo bills. Oh, and I'm glad you said adoration and obsession because it pretty much is an obsession. I know, I know you adore them and, and, and that's why, and honestly, so I was standing in the end zone and I sent you the video. Um, oh my God, did you see me freak <laughs> out? Oh my God, you have no idea. You have no idea. Seriously. Would. So I was standing in the end zone of the uh, pregame, uh, the preseason for Eagles. And how about our boys? How about that stuff? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, and they were playing the Bills and I'm standing in the end zone and I am I am a a a a an inkling of a human being standing next to these guys. They were. Oh, my God. Oh, they were massive. men. <laughs> Oh, that's great. But didn't it just give you chills? Like, I don't think I'm ever allowed to be anywhere near that because I think I would explode. I think I would just explode. <laughs> like there would my, be no little pieces of Monica. My buddy is a sheriff up in Buffalo and he works every game. And he's like, whenever you want, just come on up. He's like, we'll go to a game. We'll hang out. You get on the field. You do your Piggy stuff. B, how did, how did you not remember it. your good friend, Monica? I, I we need to plan oh, a trip. On, this is like an invite here. I'm saying if I go. <gasps> You should go up as well. Hop up on a Sunday. We'll go to a game. Yeah. And we'll Have hop to. on the field. We'll hop on the We field. will make this work. If if not this season, then next season. But Some season. Because it, I didn't know that. If I go to a Bills game, though, in Buffalo, I want, like, icicles dripping off of my nose. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That, that It needs to be freezing, like, three layers of clothes and you know, nonstop sh shivering, like cold and like just getting drunk in the, by the way, tailgating in Buffalo, you ain't, <laughs> I know Philly's hardcore. I'm not busting on Philly. Cause I know they're hard, hard, hardcore, but Buffalo tailgating insane. People are nuts. Well, all right. So let's see what we have going on here. 2017 Buffalo bills schedule. We have, uh, you guys, I guess they don't, are they in the same, they're in the, uh, whoops. Uh, are they in the same conference as us, as Eagles? No, they're not playing. You guys us. are NFC. We're AFC, AFC East. No, right. it's a rarity. Um, it's a rarity that they do. Um, it, I don't know what the whole. There's a formula, isn't there? Like sometimes you play this, and I don't. This, they, it's a rarity, and that's why it was preseason. And I don't know. If, I don't even know the last time is the Bills played the Eagles. But man, but but wait a minute. What you're telling me is if we go and they're playing the Eagles, would you be in Eagles gear? I, well, first off, I don't wear gear at all. Um, but oh, I would no. totally no, no. I I wore gear one time, and, and I was in, I was in. Uh, it was the last Monday night game at Texas Stadium, 
And uh, I was in Dallas for uh, for a, an event for the James Beard House and the NFL. We were raising money for James Beard House. Five chefs. We all flew down. We had a competition, an Iron Chef style competition. Five Dallas nice. chefs versus five Eagle chefs. And uh-huh. part of the deal was we got to go to a Monday night game, and it was the last Monday night game at uh-huh. Texas Stadium. And oh my God, that's awesome! Team Eagles, by the way, in that scenario, every time. Well, they lost. They lost. Eagles I'm, I'm, lost. I'm, oh, you want, you want, always out, you want the Eagles to beat Dallas no matter what? Every time. Well, they don't do shit, and their number one player, and I'm not a huge sports fan, but I just left Dallas. Their number one player is going to jail, isn't he, for beating his wife? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I love you. The suspension is, is holding, and so he's oh, out. Six, like, six I think it's game, a total right? of six games. Six yeah, games yeah. suspension. Well, well, what do we have? One, two, three, four. We've got five games left. Yeah, he's screwed. Six, and well, he, he's been trying to like um, appeal it and appeal it and appeal it. So he dragged it out. So it's his own how bad you, that it's lasting this long. How do you appeal? How do you appeal the fact that you beat your wife? I know. So they, they, they charge him with it and then he has the right to appeal. And as long as he's appealed, he can play before they make the decision whether, you know, either it's going to stand or not. So he's been playing this whole time, putting it off, putting it off. And now that they're, he's like, he just kind of gave in. He's like, okay, I'll take the suspension and uh, or the whatever the, the six game suspension and now he's screwed because it's the end of the season so right. he's an idiot and so there's uh one two three there's seven games left in the season so let's see we've got Big december Christmas eve is when he's coming back december 3rd is uh is the patriots patriots at new era field uh the 10th uh, of the colts 17th of the dolphins Oh, New Year's Eve is the Dolphins for the Bills, too. Yeah, but, um, that's, I thought but about that's, that's in Miami. Who wants to go? First off, no. You, you're dropping the ball. You're watching everybody in hats and coats, and you're in Miami, what, doing blow <laughs> off, of a, off of a taco stand? Not going to happen. And it's 85 <laughs> degrees. No it's, not gonna happen. it's not going to happen. Doesn't seem right. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with that all across the board. Um, yeah, no. Well, we got to figure that out. We got we got to make it happen. But the we other do. thing that's happen is I have to get down there to see you guys. I really, I really, I know that was, I was just going to say that I know that you don't necessarily have to come to Tampa, but you know what, when you need like a get away of the, of the cold, crazy cold, and you want to come, you know, for some sunshine and beach and Ebor and goodness, then you know where we are. This is a good time. You always have fun in Tampa, but there's what, what beach? I never make it to the beach. I never make it to the beach. CBD, you've been doing it all wrong. I am Even, the queen of the beach bars. <laughs> Kathy came to see me uh, last time, and we hung out at. Uh, we actually had a we had a nice day. It was fun. We we talked for a while. We hung out at the pool at my hotel. We ended up going out to dinner uh, later. Yeah, you were working, so yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You were working. I hate to tell you, but you need to, you, you. I'm always working. You need to come with me to St. Pete Beach Bars because there is you. You just walk up and down the beach with the water and the beach in the back and you're at a sports bar or at a beach bar, I should say, um, with, with, uh, yeah, you know, with, uh, with constant, hold on. I'm sorry. It's all right. My it's phone's okay. over here. No, I'm on, I'm on anyway. the, it's like blowing. I'm up. on the phone. I know. I know. I'm on the phone. I actually, you know what? I actually have to do a traffic report that's due like shortly. Oh, well, we'll so hold. I don't want to, um, will we'll you, will you listen, listen to, to my, t- oh my God. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I might even take a phone oh, call. No. No, don't take your phone call. This is the best podcast ever. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna do this traffic real quick. I just gotta knock it out. I'll be done in a second. All right. All right. We'll put you down. Put me down. Okay. So. Oh, it's on. It's on. I'm gonna.
All right, I know. I can hear you in the background. So, uh, yeah, so this is Monica. This is my relationship with Monica. I met Monica a couple years ago when I went down to Tampa with my good buddy, Tony Knight. We were doing research for a project that we were getting ready to do down there. And I was able to hop into a radio show. Clap your hands because that was perfect. She's still doing stuff. She's still working. Had to be done. Sorry. Fact. That's cool. We got it. There was a backup, and if you have a cold and flu, we got it. We're covered. <laughs> Exciting world. Is, but we got it covered. No. Um, <laughs> Exciting world of traffic. Uh, I was great. just telling everybody kind of how we got to meet, which was through the Bacon Festival. When I came down, I met you before the bacon festival. Oh, that's the first time I've no. Well, no, but that's the first time I ever met you in person. I talked to you when I worked On for air. the country station. Yeah, that's when I first met you. But, um, but I, but I met you in person for the first time there. And you came into the station, which was cool. Yeah, I did. That was fun. But that was for bacon. I came down to because I was promoting the bacon festival. Yes, and you did. A, I had so much fun. That, that was the first time I actually saw you in action live, too. So that was a good time. But yeah, you should come down for the bacon festival again. Hello. Do they have a bacon festival still? They always every year. Yeah, it's in the same place at the fairgrounds. Same place. Yeah. Same company. Oh, I don't I was, know. I have. Yeah, I was hired by. I was hired by the bacon by the guys that ran America's Bacon Festival or whatever it was. Oh, see, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know who runs it, but I do know that they have it every year, but it would be come down for anything, make up an excuse, just get down. I here. Well, I, I do. And, and, and Jerry and Jason. So, so we, we, so Monica is radio, but Monica also did a podcast, um, with, uh, another friend of ours named Kathy, um, and, uh, and Jeff pants, you were, you did oh God, on, on the beach, wasn't it? I know he love. he looks like he's loving it up there though. He is, and good for him. He's worked his life. He, he got a job. He secured a job for his own show um, in Virginia, a sports show. So, he, And he worked so hard for so long to try and get something. So he totally deserves it and earned he's it. Um, and he's I've so good at what him. he does. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's funny. We used to do that crazy podcast. That was nuts, wasn't it? You guys used to drink wine and all that stuff. Just We were silly. We were yeah. ridiculous is what but we were. That's the, way, that's the best part about podcasts, though, is that you get to do that stuff. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it, to me, what it's about was because Jeff and Kathy and I are friends anyway. Right. So, and we worked at the sports station together and we had, I don't know if someone called in sick or what the problem was, but somehow, some way we were all three thrown together on the night show for the sports station because the regular people that were there were out and it was just the three of us. And when we did that show, we had the most fun and we were like, we really need to keep this chemistry and this dynamic and, you know, do a podcast. So, um, you know, radio being radio and they shut the sports station down, we were like, well, now we still, you know, now's our chance to do it. So that's when we did it. Um, that was a couple of years ago, I think. Right. Yeah. That was a while ago. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't recent. Yeah. It's and then of course, Jeff moved. And, yeah. It was, it was a while. And, you know, I mean, stuff happens and Jeff moves and whatever. And so it ended up, you know, not happening anymore, but it was fun when it lasted. Yeah. Huh. That was, that was fun. You're a popular I, and, and guy. I, loved, 
I loved listening to it. And and you know what's funny is when I would when I drive, when I take long drives, I listen to podcasts. Um, so I would listen to you guys all the time, and then I, and and now it's not on. I mean, even you know, Kathy know. And, and Pants did it for a while. It's not on anymore. So now I'm like, I'm a big Joe Rogan guy. Big Joe. Oh Rogan. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I like him too. I haven't. I see. It's been a long time since I listened to a podcast. I'm not anti-podcast. I actually like them. I just I don't. In my head, I feel like I need to, and that's perfect. If you're driving somewhere or something like that, I feel like I need to carve out time for it, as opposed to just kind of having it on in the background if I'm doing something. You know what I mean? I don't feel like you're productive if you're listening to a podcast while you're while you're while you're cleaning your house. I really don't feel like you're being yeah. productive because a podcast you have to kind of you got you got to pay attention to. I mean, nobody's pay attention, every, people yeah. are like doing the dishes and doing laundry while they're listening to, to my podcast, so they don't even know what we're talking about. But I, <laughs> I, I feel that you really do because mm-hmm. I love to listen to them on the, on the plane when I fly. Yes, something like that, and that's the thing. You fly nonstop, so you probably get your pick and you have your favorites and everything as far as podcasts go. But um, this chick don't. Where, I'm always at work. Why am I going to fly? Where am I going? What, what am I doing? I'm I'm always here. I like you, pretty you much live here. Always work. I do. I am constantly working and I'm appreciative of it and I like my job, so I'm not complaining. It's just sometimes a girl needs a break, you know? No, I agree. I know. I know. Well, why don't we let you, why don't we let you get your break? Thank you. (laughs) We have been on forever and I appreciate you hopping on with me and I really appreciate it. Um, and I will be back down Jerry and Jason. We, we, we keep talking about me coming down. We're going to do some more fun stuff. Uh, everybody's actually, if you, for, if you listen to the podcast, you guys have actually met Monica in the past because Monica was on our drunken podcast that we did at Ian Beckles house. Oh, how much fun was that? Oh my God. I, <laughs> have you ever listened to it? Uh, yes. Well, I, I started listening to it and then, and much like you said, I wanted to pay attention and listen, yeah. I was there. So I, you would think I'd have more of an insight and I was so like, what funny. is going on? <laughs> Queen, what was her name? Queen, whatever. Queen was awesome. This big, beautiful black woman who was just sitting on her chaise lounge. She was just enjoying everything. She was awesome. The funny part about that podcast is I was stone cold. I didn't have one drop of alcohol in me. I was stone cold sober. And I can't, I don't know what my, I think, oh, you know what it was? I had to run in the morning. That's what it was. And so I couldn't. That's right. So I was sober and I just, took it all in like with a different perspective entirely. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. such a good time. Talking such a good about time. Ian we gotta do that again. Rocks. Which I bought <laughs> yeah. I, I bought gibbets for him. <laughs> I have full blown gibbets for him. I just I've been waiting until I get down there to give them to him. That's the thing. Well then that's so. what's gonna happen. Come down. You know, he works on the bone now. He's got um two weekend shows and he does every morning five A to six A as well. So he's he's on seven days a week on the bone. So we got to make this happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. So, all right. Well, hey, why don't you do me a favor? Let everybody know how we can get in touch with you and how we can stalk, I mean, follow you and your, uh, your escapades. <laughs> well, this is your favorite part. I know you love that everything is different on all of my handles. It drives um, me insane. <laughs> it drives, you're, not, you're not the same anywhere. It's crazy. <laughs> I am not. It's all different. At Bill's Fan Monica on Twitter, I'm most active there. I'm Monica with a K Madison on Snapchat. Oh, no, no. Yes, I am. Oh, see, yes, there you go, right there. You see, what, what are you on Snapchat, Chef Bride Up? What are you on Instagram, Chef Bride Up? What are you on Twitter, Chef Bride Up? What are you on Facebook, Chef Bride Up? <laughs> Boom. At, <laughs> my bad. At Monica, but here's the thing. At, Mon- 
at Monica Madison with a K on Snapchat and Facebook. Same thing because I signed up with Facebook. So those are the two of the same. And then and then on Instagram, I'm Radio Run a Girl, but I am very rarely on there. Like ex- yeah, I'm rarely on there. Been on a little while. You've been doing some stuff lately, though. I've seen some. Yeah, posts. yeah. I've been trying to get better. Yeah, I'm trying to get better. I'm working on it. But once I you like. Find I think I would rather do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, listen. I, I for, honestly, all kidding aside, I forget I have Instagram. I completely forget about it. And so I need to put it on like my home screen and I need to start doing some Instagram live situations um, because that, that appeals to me. Yeah, I'm not a big Facebook live person, but I do Instagram live. So ah, we'll, we'll figure it out. I do them both. I, I did Periscope for a little while and I got bored with it. Yeah, I was over that. I did it for a second too. I think, I think the night I met you officially that for the we did bacon pig thingy. That, yeah, I think I did Periscope, but that was so long ago. Well, the first time that I saw a Periscope video was a woman named Jennifer, and her goal was to beat likes or whatever it was, beat Ellen. Oh, yeah. She wanted to beat Ellen. Well, that's not going to happen. But, that's and the not going to happen. She was like in bed eating a burger. Like that was her her post for it. <laughs> so now yeah, all these dudes are like, idea. show me your boobs, show me your boobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, <laughs> and not that, like, what is the, where's the, Where's the, I don't know, the filter, I don't know. I, I just think it was it was opening it up to a different world that I didn't want to be in. So I yeah. on Periscope. I think I Yeah, yeah, So I gave okay. up on that too. It was a little annoying. Yeah. All right. Well, Monica, thank you so much. I appreciate your time and hopping on and all the hey, good stuff. Thank you for having me anytime. All right, babe. Take care. Thank you. You too. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, there you go, everybody. Uh, that is Monica. She's one of my friends. Uh, I live in, who lives in Tampa. I was just having a conversation today with somebody about kind of how lucky I am that, uh, I get to have friends all over the country. And Monica is one of those friends. Um, anytime that I go to Tampa, I know that she's up at least for a night out of drinking and some food. Um, and there's a good group of people that I have down there. So, um, this show is at an hour and a half, so we are going to hang it up right now. Um, I want everybody to have an awesome week on a holiday that I do not enjoy. Uh, I do enjoy the thankfulness of it. I do enjoy the family aspect of it, but I have absolutely no desire to gorge myself with a tremendous amount of food and make myself feel like shit for hours on hours. I would much rather do that with some barbecue at a great spot. So everybody do me a favor. You know who I am. I'm Chef Brian Duffy. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Brian Duff. Same thing on Snapchat, but I'm rarely there. It's Chef Brian Duff. And you can also check me out on Facebook, which is Chef Brian Duffy. Um, if you have an opportunity, head over to uh, my website for my spices, which is Duffified.com. Grab yourself some spices for the holidays. Give it off to a friend. Have some fun. If for any reason you're in Lancaster, Pennsylvania this weekend, I will be at the Taste Festival in Lancaster, PA. I'm super excited about that. Great weekend. Me and G Love up on stage on Sunday. Chef Kev uh, Deshane up on Saturday uh, doing the VIP Festival Saturday night for everybody. Um, It's a great event. It's a blast to be up there, and I'm really excited. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Have an awesome week. See you next week. Didn't get Duffified enough? Follow Chef Brian Duffy on Facebook and on Twitter at Chef B-R-I-D-U-F-F. Look for the blue verified checkmark to get exclusive content and to see what's coming up on next week's show. This has been Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy on Radio Influence. I'm Jerry Petuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. 
There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist, so thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. <laughs>